When looking back throughout the history of professional rugby league in Australia, there has probably never been a club as controversial as the Hunter Mariners. Super League's answer to the Newcastle Knights only lasted one year, as did the Rebel League. I'm Oliver from Rugby League In My Opinion, and here is the bizarre story of the Hunter Mariners. Cast your mind back to 1995 as professional rugby league was in the early stages of its most controversial and divisive era as the Super League war had begun between the ARL and News Limited. Both sides were racing to secure clubs and players for their competition. The Newcastle Knights were no exception and being a one-team city they were a must-have for both leagues. In the end, the Knights would remain loyal to the ARL, a decision very popular with their fans and the inhabitants of the Hunter Valley. They would, of course, go on to reap the rewards of their decision on the field, winning the 1997 ARL competition in Super League's sole year of existence. However, News Limited knew that the Hunter was too big a region and that if they did not have a club base there and allowed the ARL to monopolise the area, that they would surely lose the war. And this is where the Hunter Mariners come in. In July of 1995, News Limited revealed that despite not securing the services of the Knights, Super League would include a team based in the Hunter Valley known as the Hunter Mariners. The Mariners were to be financially backed by the Newcastle West Leagues Club, that is until club members protested their involvement in a rebel competition, forcing Newcastle West to withdraw. But the Mariners would be kept alive when News Limited then decided to take full ownership of the club. It was then time for the Mariners to find their home. The club originally granted use of the Knights home ground, the then Marathon Stadium, but that decision was overruled by the Supreme Court. This would lead to the Mariners eventually calling the 11,000-seater Topper Stadium their home, which is now known as the Gardens Greyhound and Sporting Complex. Former New South Wales State of Origin head coach Gray Murray would take the reins of the Mariners following a four-year stint at the Illawarra Steelers. Notable signings that the club made include Brett Kamali, who would make his debut for Australia whilst playing for the Mariners, Kevin and Tony Iro, Robbie Ross and Nick Zisti, who would go on to be the club's all-time leading point scorer. In the Super League competition itself, the Mariners would go 7-11, failing to win a single game away from home as they would not qualify for the finals. However, their fortunes would vastly improve in the 1997 World Club Championship, which was a tournament that included Super League's Australian and European clubs, with the Mariners going through the group stage undefeated and making the final before losing to the Brisbane Broncos 36-12. Unfortunately, the Mariners would cease to exist after the ARL and News Limited agreed to merge their competitions and create the National Rugby League ahead of 1998, as it was believed that having two Newcastle-based clubs in the same league would not be viable. Therefore, the Mariners were no more. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on Spotify and give five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts.